Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. Hey everyone, my name is Deneen White and I am the host of the VIP Ignite Live podcast. Now this is a special series of podcasts and interviews that are being taped during the quarantine due to the coronavirus pandemic. Our purpose is twofold. First of all, we want to create inspiration for our listeners. And second of all, we want to let you know that right now you can be planning and building what's needed to continue pushing forward in a career as an actor, model, or musician. So today I am live here with Stax Cordero and I am so excited. She is coming to us live from New York City. So Stax, what are you doing to keep yourself busy right now during this crazy time we live in? Well, I am keeping busy with all the wonderful events and webinars that VIP Elite 30X Challenge has to offer. <laughs> I have been communicating vastly with everybody that has something going on. And we just finished a Midsummer Night's Dream. We've had a few nights of two-hour, sometimes three-hour rehearsals. Wow. And we faced some challenges. But everyone really rose to the occasion. And I'm excited because I was really intimidated by Shakespeare for a long time. And yeah. now I'm excited about it. I'm like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe I might memorize one of these monologues. Maybe I'll audition for something Shakespeare. So it just, it opened my eyes. So I'm really grateful for that. I mean, it took you no time. I think you started, what, a week or two ago with us, correct? About that, yep. About yeah, was... two weeks ago, yeah, because I was on for the call with um, Haviland Stillwall. Okay. Mark Christopher Lawrence, Robert Galinsky. Oh, and uh, the the talent night, right? That, yeah, that Robert the, had. yeah, the variety <laughs> hour. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about how you dove in, okay? Because when you dove in, one of the first things that you did was literally, it was. I think you signed up like on Sunday, and then Monday we had Haviland Stillwell who did a coaching session. And for those of you who don't know who Haviland Stillwell is, she was Fontaine in my favorite play on Broadway, Les Miserables. She played in Fiddler on the Roof. She's done extensive Broadway work. She does voiceover work. She's, she's been in more movies than I can even count. So what she did was she reached out to me and she said, hey, Janine, you know what I would love to do? I would love to do a workshop with people and work on their monologues. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds awesome. And so I put out a call, hey, who wants to be a part of, who wants to work with you on your monologue? And Stax, you were one of the first people like, monologue, I was like, I, I knew you were a part of the Facebook group, but it was like that, it was like instantaneous. So can you talk a little bit about what it was like for you to A, learn that monologue really quickly, which was, it's an iconic monologue. I want you to talk about that. But then what was it like to work with someone like Haviland and how did working with her help you cultivate that monologue? Well, first I am a go-getter. So when there's an opportunity, I'm going to rise to the occasion and I'm going to go for it. And so once I saw that, I said, oh, wow, I need to, I need to find something. And I think, it, I think it was on a call that someone asked whether or not they could use the monologues that were in, the, in one of the rooms mm -hmm. that's created on the page, on the Facebook page. So I said, you know what, I'll go in there and I'll see whether or not I find something that I like. And it happened to be 
the monologue for uh, Mona Lisa Vito from my cousin Vinny. Yeah. And I was reading that and I thought it was so funny. It was between, <laughs> it was between that one and someone that was going to get divorced. And I don't remember what that one was. But when I read it, I was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to try it. And so I tried it. I just I, I went for it. Right. And uh-huh. um, it made her laugh, which was great. Right. I'm on the call. I'm nervous. And I found Haviland to be really sweet. And she gave uh, great feedback to everyone. And when it was my turn to perform the monologue, she really liked it a lot. And she offered a suggestion as opposed to the way I had performed it, which she loved. But she also offered a suggestion for me to perform it more as an animal activist. And I said, oh, okay. So (laughs) me putting a spin on that, being able to take the direction, even though it was just small, but even able to just take those directions and make the monologue totally different. It took, it took it in a totally different place, still funny, still comedic, but just with a, a different spin on it from the character. I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. And just when you took that direction, like, again, that's an iconic monologue. It's like, it's my second favorite monologue from that movie. The other one is when she's talking about her biological clock going tick, tick, tick. But <laughs> when you, when you took that, that little tweak it's amazing because the first time you delivered it it was phenomenal but just taking that little tweak you were like it took it to the next level and it was like watching a magic trick right before my eyes I loved it oh wow <laughs> thank you <You're> <laughs> I was having fun with it and I'm like wow it's so cool how we can do this virtually yeah so I'm really happy that she was available I'm happy that she was excited you know to be able to give back to be able mm-hmm. to share her gift And also, you know, to see how you can put a different spin on uh, on a monologue or take your character to the next level. I really appreciated her feedback. Yeah, I feel like you didn't you also perform that monologue for Ryan Colby when he did his call as well? I did. And what was what was his feedback for that? He loved it. He thought that it was excellent. And telling me how he just had lunch with Marissa Tomei not too long ago. And. And I didn't even realize, as crazy as it sounds, I guess because there's just so much going on, but um, I didn't even realize or remember, rather, that she'd won an award for this. And I'm like, ah, you know, I took on something. Like, what if I did it and I bombed that this was an award-winning performance? But for it to be um, so greatly accepted, you know, by the communities was really important for me and for me to... uh, to be able to take the monologue and make it my own was really um, important. And they both had really good feedback. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So when you signed up for the coaching, what were you expecting? Like when you signed up for the VIP Elite Talent Academy, what exactly were you expecting? Because I, I know I talked to you personally. Did mm-hmm. you think, wow, Deneen, she's a really good salesperson? Or were you, did you, what was your ex- expectation when you joined us? I thought that you were genuine. Okay. I thought that you were genuine and I felt like Alicia was, you know, she's, she's a, a powerhouse. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. You know, she, she wants to get it done and you, and you want to ensure that everybody is on task. And I, I believe that that's who you still are. And I believe that that's who she still is. And I take everyone at face value until they show me anything different. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not going to bring any old stuff with me. And yeah. so, but in saying that, I can also see how serious you guys are about what it is that you do. 
and you really are bringing industry professionals directly to us. Although it's virtual, it's something that they don't have to do. Yeah. So because you have great relationships with them, this is how you're able to make this whole thing go, which is amazing. You know, and I really appreciate it, especially during this time where a lot of people are suffering mentally Mm -hmm. because they're wondering how they're going to get through to the next day. And you're allowing all this stuff to get in your head. I'm like, no, I'm going to get this Shakespeare in my head. Nice. I'm going to put, I'm going to remember this monologue. I'm going to really consider the 15 actors that I would want to work with. I even started thinking about directors I want to work with. So maybe that would maybe the next challenge. I don't know. But I mean, I'm just thinking about the people that I want to surround myself with, you know, so whether it's good music or, you know, tuning into the webinars and really being involved, this is what I want to wake up and do. And I say that every day to myself, every day, this is what I want to wake up and do. So any way that I can be, involved it's not you know for me to be the the teacher's pet or anything like that but it's in my heart it's what I want yeah I've been doing this for a while now and I've definitely been in a coaching position not only with VIP Ignite but in in past companies that I worked with in past organizations and I could tell a teacher's pet versus someone who actually is engaging and wants to be successful and you're definitely the latter you're definitely that person who I mean literally you jumped in with both feet and you have been swimming like it's your job. It's been, it's been really amazing. <laughs> it's been really amazing to watch because so many times people get in and they're like, okay, well, no, I'm just going to sit back. You're like, no, you're like, this is what I'm doing. And right. it's just been phenomenal. And, but something that you mentioned a couple of times that I, I really want to touch on okay. is Shakespeare. I feel like a lot of times, especially mm-hmm. in our modern world, Shakespeare is kind of that elephant in the room that everyone knows is there, but no one really wants to acknowledge because it does seem unattainable at times. Like his language, I I was an English major, so I love everything Shakespeare. But can you talk a little bit about how you've overcome, I don't want to say a fear, but that overwhelming feeling that you've got with Shakespeare? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So what I would like to do is I would also like to highlight someone, Zuli, because I really thought that Zuli was amazing just by putting herself out there and saying, um, you know what, guys, I directed and produced The Midsummer Night's Dream. I really know the play. And so if you if you want to get together and do it, and so I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I didn't drag my feet, but I'm like, oh, God, okay, you know what, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. Because I could have just watched uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence and said, uh, you know what? I'm just going to wait and see what everybody else does. But I said, no, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And so on the first call with Zuli, you know, even up until yesterday, what she did was she actually, she actually broke it down. She broke down the play. We discussed it. And the way she told the story was kind of like a soap opera. So you want to know more. You want to be more involved. And so when someone is excited about something and the way someone delivers something to you, similar to yourself, you know, and Alicia, the way you deliver the message is how we're going to receive it. So if it's monotone, if it sounds like you're just reading a script and you've read this 30,000 times and you have no interest, that's how I'm going to take it. Right. Which is, which is probably how it may have been introduced to me in high school, but Zuli was so animated. She was really with it. And I was like, oh, wow, you know what? Let me get into this too. And I started writing my notes. I read for um, Hippolyta and um, Helena and 
I was excited about it. I was excited about um about Hippolyta and I was really excited about Helena and how she was just put herself out there to be <laughs> walked over by Demetrius. And I'm like, damn, he's, he's just saying anything to her. And she's just letting him say it just so that she could be a part of his life. And it's so true to everyday life where you may see your friend. It's like, wow, you know, he doesn't want you anymore. You're still, this is what you're doing. Okay, great. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to have to let you go through this because you want to go through it, but it's not that deep. You know, another bus will come. You just have to let that one go. <laughs> it's full. It's not for you. It's really not. So taking that on and her being jealous of Hermia, just the whole thing was really like like a soap opera. So I was no longer intimidated by it. I wanted to actually do it justice. And I wanted to be able to be as engaging with these characters yeah. from Shakespeare as I would with anything modern day. And so that was really, you know, the challenge for me. And I had a good time with it. Now, did you think when you talked to me a couple of weeks ago that you'd be having this conversation today excited about Shakespeare? No. <laughs> okay. My work here no. is done. We, we can end this podcast now. <laughs> no, no, but that's phenomenal because the th that's the whole thing. Like that's what you just described is the epitome of what we want to do because what we want is right now, like you said, it's so easy to get distracted by all this other stuff. Okay. It would be so easy for us to just sit around and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what's going on in the world. But you've chosen, you've made a decision that instead of sitting back, you're going to dive in. You performed Shakespeare and you just talked more excited about Shakespeare than any of my college professors ever did. Like not, never once did anyone ever describe Midsummer Night's Dream like that to me. Like never once. And I, again, I went to like a school that was known for its English department. So just seeing that is amazing because the whole point about the VIP Elite Town Academy is we want people to be in momentum right now. We mm -hmm. want people to walk out at the other end of this because this is going to end. This whole pandemic and stay-at-home order, it's going to end. They can't, yeah. It can't happen. It can't go on indefinitely. And there are people who are sitting at home biting their nails waiting for it to end. And then there's the rest of us who are like, okay, you know, it's going to end, so I better be ready. Yes. And that, that's you. I mean, performing an iconic monologue multiple times, performing Shakespeare and being excited about it. It's amazing. Let's talk a little bit about the Variety Hour. You could, you performed at the Variety Hour as well, right? I performed at the Variety Hour, and when I saw that Ryan was on, I said, "Damn it, I shouldn't do this because he's seen his monologue." I'm like, ah! <laughs> but I had already signed up, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna do it." But doing it was fun, yeah. right? Because it was a whole bunch of people that hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Right. So, so I, I didn't back out. I did it anyway. It was still well received, but it also let me know that you have to be, you have to be prepared with, um, your arsenal has to be full. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't, I can't be a one trick pony. Yeah. So that was yeah. good for me. That was a great lesson for me. And so I won't, it made me start thinking about other monologue that I may want to, um, learn and thinking of, um, of how I want to be able to present. But I loved that everybody showed a different side. You know, you had people singing, mm -hmm. playing the piano, and just really showing all the different sides that they have 
you know, as artists. And I really, really appreciated that, especially at such a time like this. I really yeah. did. It, yeah, it makes me smile every time I see everyone so engaged. So I was excited. I can't wait to see what everyone does on Friday. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So for anyone listening, what we've done is we have developed of the VIP Elite Talent Academy Variety Hour. It definitely has to be shortened. It's a mouthful. But the awesome thing that we love about it is what we wanted to do is we wanted to provide people who are going through the Talent Academy an opportunity to perform, an opportunity to show off everything that they're learning. Because so many times, like you're learning, 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 and it's not like we're going to give you a final exam. So what we did was we cultivated an environment where you can come in. We have a little dance party at the beginning. We have a lot of fun. And what we're doing is we're just giving everyone a safe place to really show off their talents. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that it sounds to me like exactly the way we planned it is the way that you received it, which is awesome because we want to make sure that during this time, yeah, we understand that there's, again, there's a lot going on, but we actually want people to have fun and we want people to grow and we want to see, we want to see change in the world. And with every person that we change and every person like yourself who gets lit up by Shakespeare now, now you're going to be able to talk to someone else about Shakespeare and get them just as excited or about monologues because I know your primary focus is music. And here the whole time we've been talking about monologues, right? Like who would have thought that we'd be talking about Shakespeare? I've never gone, I feel bad even saying it, but I've never gone to see Shakespeare in a park. Never. You live in New York City. I know, but I'm I not hate, shaming you, but Oh, I hate bugs. It's the whole thing about Central Park. I like it, but oh god. But I know, I'm I know. I hate but, bugs too. Right? It's just mm, and they're all in the park. But my thing is, you know, being introduced <laughs> again as an adult to Shakespeare and just having this experience with the virtual cast, I would actually audition for it. You heard I it would. first on the VIP Ignite Live podcast. Yep. <laughs> I would breaking do it. news, breaking news. <laughs> I would do it. I would actually do it. And I had an opportunity to see a play. Um, I think it might've been a year ago. It escapes me right now, but I supported one of my friends that actually did um, a Shakespeare play um, in Brooklyn. Okay. I think it was at the BAM theater, but it was good. And I was, I, I was, again, I was like, wow. But now for me to actually be a part of it, to be a part, you know, and to be engaged and wanting to know more, just like open up a different side of my brain, like, hey, you know, so I'm, I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, when you audition and when you get a part for Shakespeare in the Park or any Shakespearean play, you know, my phone number, you have it. So of you better course. let me know because I'm coming to New York to see that. Yes. And I'm going to give you some bug spray so you can <laughs> Yeah, BYOBS, bring your own bug spray. No, I'm, I'll have a little VIP bag for you. Awesome. <laughs> your swag bag includes Cutter, yep. the, the best bug spray ever. That's right, and a blanket and some uh, wine. Here you go. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. fantastic. So, Stax, a question I would love to ask you is, are you happy that you joined the VIP Elite Talent Academy? I'm very happy that I joined. Awesome. I'm really happy. I really didn't have, anytime I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah. You know, and once I was on the call, I said, you know what? I want to see what this is about. Is there's a lot of talk about being able to go to the next level. I want to go to the next level. Yeah. And yeah. You, you have to invest in yourself in order to do that. And yeah. I believe in me and yeah. I definitely see that you guys believe in yourselves and uh, for 
someone to have won five Tony Awards. I mean, I've worked with people that haven't gotten one. And, you know, they're off Broadway. I want Broadway. I want film. I want TV shows. I want Netflix. I want all these things. And I, and I work hard. Yeah. And I just need the opportunity. So if I can come and learn how to, how to attain these opportunities, let's do it. Yeah. I'm and, here. And you're actually meeting and networking with people virtually, face-to-face, yeah. like Robert Galinsky, who was 50 Cent's acting coach. Just for an example, Mark Christopher Lawrence that you mentioned, he is one of our, he's, he's been a coach with us for the longest time. He actually trained as a dramatic, the, as a dramatic theater major like he studied that that was his background like he mm-hmm. loved Shakespeare when I said hey Mark Christopher Lawrence can you help with Shakespeare he's like yes where should I start he was so excited <laughs> but he's someone who has been in the entertainment industry for over 30 years he was in Terminator 2 he was in the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith he was in the show Chuck which is one of my favorite shows for the whole time like he, again he started off as like one of those minor characters who who was so good and they loved him so much, he became a major character in the show. So when you're, these are the types of people that you're meeting and networking with and mm-hmm. that are training you. So if you want Broadway, if you want TV and film, you're in the right place because you're making an impression. Like he knows your name now because you performed Shakespeare, which was the challenge that he gave you. So it is life-changing. Everything you're doing is life-changing. And again, I'm so happy that you are a part of our family of our community you've definitely been a great addition and i can't wait to see where you go over the next couple of weeks like you're so much more animated than when i talked to you last time i can't wait to see and like i'm about <laughs> to have another conversation I'm like whoa who are you it's just amazing so thank you so much for being a part of our community and thank you. you're welcome and thank you so much for doing this podcast with me today i had a great time i hope you did too i did i did it was definitely my pleasure you are everything that you told me you were and more. I have nothing but love for you guys. Well, and I have nothing I- but love for you too. More. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your story. And hopefully I'll see you tonight. We have a call at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be there. Awesome. I'll, I'll see you on the interwebs. Thank you so okay. much. All have right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.